Yeah, I ended up working for someone who uh, made a lot of promises and did not deliver on them. And out of the blue, uh, he ended up letting me go right around, I guess it was right after Christmas. That was a huge blow, of course, because I mean, it, in my mind, if at least I was doing something wrong, I would have been like, oh, that's expected, right? Uh, no, he let me go and then said I was a luxury he could not afford. Alex Williams here to welcome you back to Broken Bulbs, the show for entrepreneurs, creators, and builders who need to keep it real. Today, I'm joined once again by Catherine Burmeister. She previously featured on episode 167, so make sure you go back and check that episode out as well. As an attorney, she's tirelessly advocating for her clients. As a human being, she channels her passion for others into animal rescue, charities, and other good causes. She's an entrepreneur, author, and a speaker. But she was also let go right after Christmas. That's coming up after the break. Real quick before we get into today's show, we all know that I like having recurring guests, but I've also started having guests on a bonus podcast called Bright Bulbs. It's a little bit more chill, a little bit more relaxed, and we have a lot of fun talking about silly ideas and creative projects we may or may not ever get into. If you want to access this special bonus podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash Alex Williams. That's W-I-L-L-I-A-M-N-S. Or just click the first link in the show notes. Thanks for your support. Now, enjoy the show. Catherine Burmeister, ready to talk about another one of your broken bulbs? I am. Okay, so let's talk about you losing your first job or your first legal job out of law school. What, what went down here? Yeah, I ended up working for someone who uh, made a lot of promises and did not deliver on them. Um, of course, nothing's guaranteed in life, right? I, I fully understand that and appreciate what it now, especially what it takes to run a business as a business owner of my own law firm. But he made a lot of promises in terms of being willing to invest in my future and career. And as someone who's always wanted that, at the time, the security of being with a business and growing with them, I was really taken aback by that whole situation. In particular, he was, he's a younger guy too. He was really teaching me well and teaching me right. And out of the blue, uh, he ended up letting me go right around, I guess it was right after Christmas. And that was a huge blow, of course, because I mean, in my mind, if at least I was doing something wrong, I would have been like, oh, that's expected, right? Uh, No, he let me go and then said I was a luxury he could not afford. And I didn't really know how to take that. That's like a, a weird backhanded compliment-ish. Right? And then not only that, uh, but he said, well, it'll be fine. You know, you'll, you'll be fine. And I said, are you going to be paying my mortgage? Because I feel like you're not really helping the situation right now. <laughs> and then after that, I came to find out that he actually was bad-mouthing me and saying that I had not been doing a good job. I wasn't reliable. And that's, that's paramount to who I am is in terms of trustworthiness, authenticity, and reliability. So that is so far gone from who I am that that really obviously bothered me that he was putting that out there to people um, in a professional sense. So it was hard to process for a while. Um, 
and not least of which because I felt like I had in that mindset, what had I done wrong? I wouldn't be let go if I hadn't done anything wrong. And then I've had to learn over the years that there are plenty of people that it's them, not me. And it's their issues or uh, personality challenges that dictate what they're doing. And it's not a reflection on me at the end of the day. But it's really hard to do that. I think especially as an only child growing up, I had the respect of adults for so long. I earned it, but I had had it for so long that when I started encountering these people on a regular basis, it was extremely difficult to shift my perspective and realize that it wasn't me uh, all the time. It was, <laughs> it was in fact other people besides myself. That's interesting, and I imagine, I imagine when you got the job, you were probably excited. This was your first legal job outside of law school. Can you tell me a little bit about like the excitement you felt uh, for this new career path you were starting on? Yeah, it was a huge relief because I had uh, passed the bar finally after attempting it three times. And it was really like I had landed, you know, in my perfect little space. Um, I felt like I was really going to be able to learn a lot. I was going to be able to invest in this business. And I had gotten my results actually after I'd started working there from the bar exam. So I was officially a lawyer uh, at that point. And so really ready to hit the ground running. I've always been a hard worker and dedicated to what I want to do. And so working in that firm was what I believe to be the first stepping stones in my career. So I invested a ton of myself into it, working longer hours, coming in early, staying late, and going above and beyond to learn new things that I just was a sponge absorbing information. So it really was shocking to have that occur and just not see it coming at all. Um, and especially when somebody tells you they're your luxury, they can't afford, but they're spending umpteen thousands of dollars on a Christmas party, at a really fancy restaurant in Buckhead, you know, Georgia, a little hard to reconcile the two. Yeah, yeah, you're like, wait a second. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. And so kind of going back to now, now you're let go the idea that sometimes it's not you. How do you how do you take this lesson? and and apply it now and maybe maybe have the self-awareness to know when this is your fault because sometimes it is of course and to know when it's somebody else's fault and and how to move on from that of course so i after i was let go i did some self-reflection as i want to do and I realized it was not my fault. I was not deficient in any capacity. Um, but I obviously had to look forward and figure out what I was going to do next. And so I still wanted to be in a personal injury law firm. That's where my passion was. That's what I knew at this point. And it's really difficult to get in there at the ground level when you're first a lawyer, because most people go insurance defense, and then they make a lateral move later on. I'd worked big law before I went to law school and I swore to myself I was never going to go back because it is so incredibly soul sucking. Uh, so I knew, I knew what my alternative was and it was extremely difficult finding a place for myself that was going to be a good fit. And that's the thing. I didn't want to just settle. Um, but even that, it wasn't even like there were close calls in terms of, oh, it might be a good fit. And I'm just, you know, there might be something better out there. No, everything that was out there was a horrible fit, <laughs> horrible fit. Uh, and so I just, the idea of going back to a position where I knew from the get-go was going to be bad just made me want to, you know, vomit almost because I was so excited about starting my career and really learning and learning the right way on how to do things that I definitely kept 
going back to finding the job that was going to be a good fit for me. And ultimately, um, which is another part of my life story, I did find my dream job as a lawyer, but it took a while. It took um, a number of months before I was able to find that job. And thankfully, my husband and I were in a position to allow me to take that time, but it, it was tough. It was tough for a while. As we wrap it up here, what's, what's something actionable somebody can do to kind of separate in their heads when it's their fault and when it's somebody else's fault and, and how they can, you know, how they can successfully emotionally navigate that? Yeah, I, I'm a big proponent of self-reflection, obviously, but really going back and looking at, okay, what did I do? Being honest with yourself about that. What could I have done better? And looking at how that matches up with the situation at hand. Was that why you were let go? Was it your um, employer's issues, quote unquote? Was it, you know, some other reason outside of you? trying to compare, make, comparing notes, right? It, but it's against yourself at that point. And if it's something that you did, be honest with yourself and find ways to improve that in the next situation. And if it's not, this is so uh, such an easy thing to do, say to do, and it's harder to actually do it, is you have to eventually let it go. Because the reality is you can't do anything about it now. Um, and if there is something you can do, then you need to be doing it. So if there is something you can do, work on improving it. If there isn't, you really have to just part ways with that emotionally and put it almost in like a little box. Process it, but put it in a box afterwards and let it go and move forward or else it's just going to hold you back at the end of the day. And of course, at the end of the day, you are now a published author. You're also a successful lawyer. So fill us in. Where can we go to find you and support you and your work? Yeah, I have my personal website, KatherineFBurmeister.com, and that's where you can get linked to Amazon for my book, Overcoming Addiction to the Status Quo. You can get links to my social, and you can also get linked to my law firm website. So that's where you can check me out. Perfect. And I'm going to have links to all of that down in the show notes. I'll also have a link straight to your book so that people can go straight there and pick that up. And with that, I just want to say thank you very much for joining me once again. Perfect. Thank you, Alex. And thank you for listening. Sometimes it's not you. Special thank you to Catherine for joining me and being willing to talk about her broken bulbs. Be sure to check out her work, which, as always, I have linked down in the show notes. And make sure you check out episode 167 of Broken Bulbs, which also features Catherine. And if you want to offer support beyond leaving a review and sharing the show, please visit Patreon via the first link in the show note. As a thank you for your support, you'll get a postcard from me wherever I am to wherever you are. Broken Bulbs is produced by Mecco Radio, and we are, of course, a proud member of the Create Vine. I, Alex Williams, was your host. The podcast artwork is by Bethany Gustafson, and the music we use is by Brian Claxton and Wesley Thomas. Oh, and thanks again for listening. Mecco.